Outdoor Service, where service is their specialty. Proud sponsor of This Morning with Jalen Nye and Daryl McIntyre. Well, some big changes are coming to uh, the City of Edmonton's zoning bylaw. In fact, uh, apparently this is the first time since the 1960s that the zoning bylaw has been uh, changed, has been upgraded, uh, overhauled. And it's and it's really going to dictate how the city grows and densifies and that's the big word how it densifies in the coming decades and that's the intent of it the question is is the process being followed the way it should be do enough people know about it have enough people been able to get their say uh kevin taft who you may remember as provincial politician with the alberta liberals uh, long ago uh is the leader of a concerned citizen group you may have heard about some of their uh concerns that were brought to city council especially last week kevin's joining us uh, this morning to just outline what the issue is kevin how are you I'm really well, thank you very much. Uh, good to have you here. Did I hit that right? You're, it's more about uh, the, the process than the actual intent. Is that fair? Well, I think um, poor process leads to poor outcomes, good process to good outcomes. And I, I feel like the city's engagement uh, with the public on this issue has been very poor. Um, most people um, don't realize the impact of this proposed bylaw on their houses. Their neighborhoods will be, uh, you can say, transformed. You could say upended. Uh, Single-family zoning is going to be eliminated and replaced with a much more permissive zoning that will allow all kinds of uh, structures inside neighborhoods. And um, our biggest concern, I mean, I live in a I live in a net zero or near net zero house in a densified little project, so I'm not opposed to densification. I'm opposed to the public, to an end run of the public here. So um, I'm curious, Kevin, what more would you want the city to do? Um, because when the city does do, uh, makes changes like this, they tend to uh, do fairly heavy um, public engagement using, you know, public events, online discussion forums, um, you know, uh, you can go online, you know, uh, letters show up at home. Is it possible that maybe people just aren't paying attention or don't care they they see it it shows up it's like yeah it doesn't it's not going to bother me or they don't think it's going to bother me so why am i even going to look at it so maybe it actually falls on uh the, the people who are worried about this now because they didn't pay attention in the first place well one of the things i've i've learned in a career of public life is it's a bad idea to blame voters for failures of this city let me give you a quick example the city's final major consultation on this uh, ran May 1 to May 31, an exact overlap with the provincial election campaign. Now, I've done a career of public consultations. You do not hold public consultations if you want the public engaged during an election campaign. They held one of their main online uh, events the same night as the provincial leaders debate. So they got out of some 850,000 people who will be um, affected by this, they got 40 people, including city staff. Um, We held, when I began asking around in April when I first heard of this, um, nobody I spoke to realized what was coming down the pipe. So we actually, uh, a dozen of us chipped in some money hired one of Canada's most reputable polling firms and asked a very simple question of Edmontonians. How much do you know 
about the zoning bylaw. 62% had never heard of it. Um, so that's a failure on the city. You just ran before the segment, the city just ran an ad on garbage and um, recyclables and so on. One, one woman came up to me and said, the city's told me more about garbage than about a bylaw that's going to upend my community. Uh, and she's right. Uh, the, city, the city is at fault here. The city used to do much more thorough uh, public consultations with uh, large in-person town hall meetings. All we're saying is go back and do the process properly. Uh, people have a right to know and to be engaged about what's going to be visited on their neighborhood. So, you know, how long would this set the process back? To do it, in, in your words, to do it properly, how long of a delay? And, you know, does, does, does a delay mean that there's more time to try and fight what some of, the, some of the elements of the bylaw are? So you're trying to buy time. You know, uh, good process takes as long as good process takes. I would say, uh, you know, we're looking at a, uh, requesting a one-year extension of this so that so that the public can be engaged uh, so that the kinds of planning consultations the city used to do which would be a series of, of in-person town hall meetings to inform the public and then to get their ideas and then yeah. to incorporate them yeah, are undertaken but but yeah. like a year, so, that's all you need for now you know a year would uh, if it's properly uh, used by the city a year would do the job. Uh, if it's just wasted by the city, then, uh, you know, as I say, good process takes as long yeah. as good process uh, takes. The, uh, but the people, the people, the people of Edmonton uh, have a right to be engaged. They have a right to be better informed than they are. Would you want to see elements, what elements of the bylaw would you want to see changed? Is it the permitting? Uh, as I understand, some would, uh, even high-rise buildings in some neighborhoods would be automatically permitted. Uh, they'd be built without an appeal. Is that, is, is it giving you more time to fight elements within the bylaw that you don't want to see? You know, this is fundamentally not about what I think. This no, but is you're, fundamentally... you're, you're leading a group of concerned citizens. So is it your group, do you want to fight specific elements of the bylaw? I personally have concerns. I have concerns, for example, about um, infill being allowed without any public appeal. Uh, I have concerns about um, reduced setbacks uh, on front and backyards. I have, you know, a host of concerns, but this isn't about me. I have two real passions in my life outside of my family. One is the environment. The other is democracy. Um, this is failing on the issue of democracy. People of Edmonton um, need to understand what's going to be done to their neighborhoods. Are they going to be uh, in a zone? Mm that will allow high-rise buildings go in their block. Ke Many of them will be. Kevin, I how much of this is not in my backyard? Yeah, how much NIMBY? You know, um, NIMBYism used to be a kind of interesting idea. What it's been turned into is uh, it's just an insult that the uh, development industry hurls at people who get in their way. Um, you know, this is, this is uh, about much more than what can't be done. The people of Edmonton will have lots of good ideas. I personally, have, uh, my wife and I, actually have uh, developed a small infill densification project. So I, I have some experience with this. Um, I'm not opposed to densification. 
I think there's a lot of false claims made for it. Densification will not improve affordability. Densification usually involves bringing in more expensive um, uh, housing. The, the buildings that go up are almost always more expensive than the ones they replace. Mm -hmm. So uh, there's a bunch of those issues that need to be discussed. Kevin, we got to go because uh, we have uh, another guest uh, coming up here just after the break that we need to get to. Thank you for uh, your input. Thanks for uh, sharing your perspective with us, and we'll watch and see how this goes throughout the summer. Thank you. We sure will. Thank you. All right. Uh, apparently, uh, today is the day at City Hall where uh, the zoning bylaw is up for discussion. So we'll see what, if anything, happens on that end. So we'll take a pause here on the other side. You know, someone, um, well, uh, Edmontonian, speaking up, saying, "Hey, you know what? The city has done full due diligence here. It's just it's this group that hasn't been paying attention." We'll hear from him next. Bad company, and I can deny. This morning with Jalen Nye and Daryl McIntyre. Supported by Abe's Door Service. With 24-7 emergency service where you speak to an actual person. Visit abesdoor.ca. It is a 747. So on the other side of all of this, uh, David Berry joining us this morning. He's a writer and editor, a cultural critic based in Edmonton, and wrote uh, a piece uh, not too long ago saying, hey, you know what? Quote, a municipal zoning bylaws, the sort of boggy bureaucratic slop that it's hard to get people to pay attention to. <laughs> and I think he nailed it with that. David, welcome to the show. Thanks very much for having me. All right, yeah. you just listened to Mr. Taft to speak, uh, raise his concerns. Your 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 response to what he had to say. Oh well, I mean, uh, you know, I I can appreciate that Kevin is is speaking on behalf of people who obviously are are very concerned, are very engaged uh, with what's going on in the city, and I I I'm very happy to see that. You know, I think we could all stand to be a little more engaged with what's going on in the city, but. Um, you know, this has been a process that's been going on since at least 2021 explicitly, arguably 2018, when you talk about the city plan. Um, it, the city has, has done quite a lot. You uh, listed, I mean, a part of what they got up to. Um, and, and, you know, I think maybe the most telling thing here is, is in Mr. Taft's uh, survey. He said 62% of people don't know about the zoning bylaw. Um, do you want to guess how many people didn't vote in last the last municipal election? Uh, about sixty percent. Sixty-two percent. Yeah. So, like, I, I again, I think it's regrettable that people aren't engaged in municipal politics. But, like, do we want to redo the last municipal election? I, I, you know, I just, I, it is hard to get people to care about this stuff. It is unfortunate, but, but the city, I think, has done everything it can, and and maybe more to the point. The issues the city is trying to address with this uh, go well, well beyond um, this, and, and and I think, frankly, draw on really a lot of the best practices and some of the best policy suggestions uh, that people who study this area have made. So, on the face of it, hearing about you know automatic approvals and no appeals mm. that raises a red flag for me. So, mm -hmm. oh, you know, we, we've talked about the public lack of engagement. I guess is one thing, but is it if if there are these elements that really do raise a red flag for me, should we not be paying more attention? Should we not just you know rubber stamp it and move on because no one was paying attention, so let's just do whatever we want. Those are well, I, I, I think that's absolutely a fair concern, and I mean, I do think there's a couple important things to uh, 
consider there. First of all, when we're talking about the things that would get you know no no public consultation on the built form, we're talking about yeah, at least when it comes to what's next to people's houses, three-story buildings for the most part. Um, they might be skinny houses, they might be duplexes, they might be row houses, but I mean, these are not, you know, it's not a six-story tower, it's not an eight-story tower. Those kinds of things will have to go through the same zoning process, uh, the rezoning process that we have right now. Um, and I mean, I, I think I would argue too that those kind of bigger buildings would be less likely to, to be built uh, under this process mm-hmm. because because it is easier to make those three-story houses, those townhomes, things like that, they'll soak up a lot of those sites that might have been used for bigger buildings. Um, and, and again, this is something that, that has been studied a lot, and, and people generally agree that being able to build these buildings, being able to build them relatively quickly, small buildings, but a little bit denser, a little bit bigger than what we have, is one of the biggest tools we have to address our climate issues, to address city finances. I mean, you just there was just that news story about how we're going to have to delay snowplows like a huge part of that is because we have paved roads from almost Fort Saskatchewan to Devon. You know, we have a lot of infrastructure in this city mm-hmm. that we need to take care of, and we can't really afford to do that right now. We might be able to if we have a few more houses in a few more established and neighborhoods. That's into the whole conversation about densification and then the advantages and not having the huge footprint. Get that? Totally understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, thing is, Kevin Taft's group, or the group of concerned citizens, and they have him as their spokesperson, maybe they've done exactly what they wanted to, raise the profile because of their individual concerns. Uh, do you think maybe there's an awful lot more people are aware of it now than they were before? Um, I, I, you know, uh, hopefully, uh, I, again, I, I, like I said, I, I hope that in the next municipal election, uh, more than 38% of people vote. I, I, I think these are important issues. Yeah. I mean, but there, again, there's, there's a little bit more public consultation on the zoning bylaw to come. So maybe with there, you know, if, if more people come out in opposition or support, whatever, there could be a better say still, right? I, it's true. I mean, this this is going to the the Urban Affairs Committee, or, uh, sorry, whatever it's called uh, today, but it's not going to council until October. There's a lot of time to talk about it. But I, I, I guess I would just say, too, um, it, you know, again, these are concerned people, and that's great, but plenty of other community groups have been a part of this process and, and support it and think the city has done its due diligence here, including the Edmonton Federation of Community Leagues, which mm. I don't know what you guys know about community leagues, you can hardly call them a pro-development group, um, you know. And like, I can, I could take you through this bylaw and show you where community engagement has changed things already. I, yeah, I, I yeah. David, um, I appreciate it and appreciate your uh, your time, your insight on this. We do have to hit pause uh, right now. Uh, we're out of time. Thank you for joining us. Sure, appreciate having both sides of this conversation this morning. Thank you so thanks much. Thanks very much for having me. Yeah, you Cheers. betcha. David Berry joining us this morning. What do you think? Let us know. 780-496-0063.